Hey everybody, welcome back to Lady Geek Society Podcast. I'm Gisani. I'm Jenna. And today we are here to talk about Bridgerton Season 2, Episode 2, Off to the Races. Yes, so I like this episode. I and issues. So do we want to start off with issues or shall we go through it? Just go through it chronologically and then, you know, we'll okay. we'll get somewhere. So we start off with an overview by Lady Whistledown calling Kate a prickly spinster of a beast too, which, okay, shots fired. That's fine. Okay. But also I would take that title gladly compared to some others. Right. But she's not prickly. No, she isn't. She can be. She can be, but she isn't. But and she isn't. Yeah. That's fine. But I also love in this beginning is the exchange between Benedict and Anthony. Yeah, that's great. The whole Benedict's one line. Benedict's, Benedict's the sister. Mm-hmm. Oh, the thorn line. Mm. Listen, listen, that line, you could tell it like pained Jonathan Bailey to say those words. It you is such tell. a cliche. It's, it's, it's a cliche. It's a shitty line. And then the way that it comes back in episode six, she's not a rose, bruh. She's no. a tulip. Her edges right. are softer. They are not thorny. She does not cut. She preach through. So that line was just, ugh. like, I'm sorry, but like, come on writers. We could have done better than the most cliche ugly flower metaphor like there are so many flowers that we could have compared kate to so many flowers i agree though they could have definitely done something a little better it was very cliche they could have even like compared her to lilies and like i don't know how people are allergic to lilies like there could have been such an interesting like floral like metaphor in there but no they went with oof Mm. yeah Okay, you keep pampering yourself and saying dumb things, Anthony Bridgerton. That's fine. Um, so moving on from that scene, again, Benedict being the MVP. Yep. We have the uh the exchange in the hallway. Nope. When, when he yeah, when he goes to call on Edwina and that whole exchange that, that's fantastic is perfect. That was, I think, one of our biggest complaints this season was it didn't have that essence of the Viscount who loved me fully like it's there in spots like this is a perfect example of that the essence of the book is here and it was executed perfectly his little giggle like are you for real right now and then her being like did I say something funny like oof and then just shutting the doors in his face to just the whole of his own medicine in the way that he deserves like that's aces absolutely so a plus to that scene um going moving over to oh I really like this moment when it was uh Eloise and Penn hanging out in Bridgerton and Lady Bridgerton's there at Bridgerton house yeah yeah and it's like I actually really like the moments of the three of them this season yeah because I feel like Violet really takes um Penelope under her wing a bit too which is nice considering Penelope's family to her basically yeah um and then Colin comes back that's a good scene and I I love that Penelope was there to see him come back that was very sweet because that scene was just I loved it where she was like Colin and then Eloise like my brother 
like no no no, call it and that look the way they look at each other hi yes hello what's happening here yes Uh, that was that was a plus and then the kids running to him it was so sweet it was but why like anthony coming in and then just being like family we're going off to the races like can you hug your brother my dude i agree i agree he should hug his brother but what we say in the last episode geese walls yeah yeah man but i agree he could hug his brother they he are. does hug he ends up hugging benedict after they're fencing oh that's, after he that's knocks that's benedict. benedict down yeah so he does end up hugging one of his brothers this episode well, just not the one who was away valid. for months he almost killed them so it's valid true true not that you could kill someone with fencing but it's the <laughs> no thought of it i would hope not um and then we get to the races can i say eloise noticing paper yeah and the different weight and feel of paper as an artist i appreciate her I and benedict that. you know what it's not everyone but if benedict ever needs some good drawing paper he knows which sister to send to get yeah. paper yeah so as an artist eloise i appreciate you and your attention to paper detail yep. <laughs> paper characteristics so yeah just shout out to eloise there and then we have another Colin and Penn scene. Oh yeah. Where she tries to talk with him a little bit. And he says and he Eloise, wasn't alone. And then she's like, oh my God, there was a woman. But obviously she does not say it yet. No. Then of course, Eloise interrupts and we see Penelope getting a little frustrated with her. Oh yeah. Eloise is like cockblocker number one this season. <laughs> she is. Yeah. And, and then, then we- Lord Lumley and Dorset and- <laughs> okay yeah i listen dorset is cute he's a cute man yeah i would not mind if he was courting me in other circumstances Circumstances. too it would it would be uh it would be a cute beginning of a romance novel you you know absolutely so listen like i'm not mad about him and he apologizes yeah he apologizes but somebody else like which that is one of my biggest issues actually because he always apologizes. And I know. Something but I'll, I'll give him out credit where season. credit is due. He is very like, Anthony during this episode and onward is, is very much in a state of go, 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 go. And he's not looking back and he's not processing anything until episode four is when he like, his brain starts like yeah. processing stuff. So by that point, he's already forgotten what he did. This is true. So I'll give, like, I'll give him that. I will understand it, but I will still wish for an apology. Well, um, he's not the only one that should be apologizing here, but I, yeah, I, as much as I take issue with Anthony here, I take more issue with Edwina Mm -hmm. because she is your sister. And this would be a great example of sisterhood and standing by your sister when she has been wronged, but instead she takes Anthony's side instead of even understanding why Kate would be upset. Right. And in the morning, not only that, but Kate said to Lady Danbury, to Mary and Edwina, I overheard him. He does not plan on finding a love match. He is not the one you want. Everyone heard this conversation, but you know, apparently a few hours later, it's gone. It did not happen. And it's upsetting too, because we clearly see, and it has been stated by this at this point that Kate takes great care of this family. Mm -hmm. So why would you not like listen to her? 
you know, if there was, why not even be a little more hesitant? You know, if and she was like maybe, Anthony, where he messes yes. up a lot. Yes. Then I could understand. And the thing is like, I also understand that Kate can be overbearing and controlling. Absolutely. But in this moment, all she did is say, I overheard this. And then a few hours later or a day later, whatever, how long it's been, they get proof of the fact that he schemed and she was the pawn in his scheme and nobody's bothered by it. Nobody is saying, oh, wow, maybe Kate has a point about this guy. No, it's just, yes, that is, I fully agree with you there. Cause it's just, it's so frustrating that they are, again, like Kate also is acting out of Edwina's best interest, mm-hmm. but also what Edwina says she wants. So Ed- Kate's like kind of cutting it off to make it easier for Edwina. Right. You want a so love it- match. This ain't it, sis. Like, so I don't understand the, it, the writing there doesn't make sense no. other than kind of drama showing how drama and also just kind of like painting Kate is like someone that they're not giving enough credit to right like I almost like I understand more of like like I, I guess it's like alienating her mm-hmm. a bit and it's I don't know how to say it. like because then later on it's almost like I understand at this point why she would feel like she needs to earn love yeah from oh. them oh oh stop but like right though no. right and it never should have been that way. No. And like, I'm hurting myself thinking about it like that because that was never, ever their, their family in the books. And having that, it doesn't make sense. No. And then she, the, the drama there is all, it feels fabricated because even if it is very naive, that was still a very obvious moment for her to say, Hey, I don't like what this guy did to my sister. Yeah. We were all naive at 18, but like, that's a different degree, man. And again, it's like not having, um, not having your sister's back. Yeah. So I don't understand. Like your sister just got offended. Rightfully so. Publicly. Publicly. Oh, with two men, like two men essentially embarrassed Kate. Yeah. And she doesn't take the time to, even if she did want to like kind of defend Anthony she didn't even take the time to ask Kate how she felt no or like even consider how like why Kate would feel that way do you know what I mean like no exactly no conversation at all in regards to Kate's feelings and we wonder how we ended up where we did (laughs) you know what I think my rating for this episode might be going down a little bit as well as we talk about this I and I have issues with the horse race because it's great, but like the only great part of it is is Kate and Anthony. The rest, I'm just like, why did we like? It looks like such an expensive scene. Yeah, you know, to have you know all what? those people, all of those costumes. Unless some of those people were photoshopped, like uh, CGI. There, there were definitely people CGI'd in that were. We know how TV works. Um, yes, but and also were the horses CGI'd in. Horses were real, it looked like. Um, but I also think that they probably chose a royal ascot because it's outside and because of COVID. There were so many other things they could have done outside, but whatever. I, I just, know. I don't care I about know. that scene. I had a very hard time caring other than should we separate them? 
I think it's all in good fun. That was great. That's it. That was great. I did like, they really were the best part of it. Just yeah. like they're the best part and of just the season. Seeing but... Kate and Anthony and their dynamics, you know, seeing that Kate is this woman that like, yes, she could be gentle, but then she could also yeah. rip off her glove and whistle. Like, so yeah. that's all that's the only part of that scene that I cared about is seeing who Kate is. Other than yeah, that, I, there whole... was too long, but I agree. Like their whole, like fighting about the horse and everything. Perfect. Love yeah. that. Also, can we talk about how Anthony made a big stink about how the ladies don't have refreshments? Lumley goes to get refreshments, comes back with two, and he drinks one along with Edwina. So the one that was supposed to be for Kate, he drank. (laughs) You're going to edit this part out, and then it's not going to seem like there was such a brief pause of me processing that. All right, everyone. So there was just about like a 10 second pause I, of geese processing that because Anthony was being an idiot. No, men are an idiot and men do not deserve Kate. No. So that was, I literally, when I was rewatching it, I was just like, he just drank Kate's drink. What's going on here? But whatever. Shall uh, I move along from horse racing? Yes, please go away. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm done. <laughs> So now we go to Theo and Eloise. Oh, right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. So they know need- reminds me of someone. And if anyone listening, if you know who it is, it's not a newsie. We have a mutual friend that refers to him as a newsie. He reminds me of someone and I cannot put my finger on it. It's been like, what, two months. And I keep looking at this guy going, who do you remind me of? So if he reminds you of somebody. Tell us who it is so I can rest. Far beyond the point, but um, yeah, and he brushes her off. And I love the whole, you know, we have to do a shout out to Footman John. <laughs> I am, I really like Footman John. <laughs> I am, I get it. And Listen, also just. In another world, this would be a fantastic historical romance. Like, yes, it would be an exceptional historical romance. The Footman falls in love with, you know, whoever uh, his boss technically but not really like his boss's kid is kind of also his boss yeah it's a it's a good romance but footman john has a lot of personality for someone who barely speaks yes i it's great i really appreciate him and his concern for eloise um and his own job yes and then so yeah eloise meets theo and like i i don't hate theo either frankly no i don't hate him but what was the point is my like he's fine that's it yeah he's fine yeah you know what though like as far as um relationships before who they end up with yeah like I enjoy this storyline I don't love it I think what it tells us is that people were always like oh you know Eloise is so quick to kind of jump to and go to Philip and what people don't understand about that like Eloise and I have a lot in common in this way but it's like it's not about not being in a relationship but it's about how that relationship happens and like if it's at a ball where it's forced you're kind of having dance cards shoved in your face people like wanting to be with you whereas something that blossoms organically with Theo and then later with the letters and Philip you know if the show goes that route it's that process that Eloise hates like she hates the glitz and glamour of oh the marriage bar ball dance with him and voila we are married no, like this shows us that she she is interested in companionship, 
but yes, have it blossom organically, which it hasn't happened yet. And there's still time. Yeah. It's an interesting start to. Yeah. But like hers and Benedict stories, like before they meet their person, I'm about it. Yeah. 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 You know, there, there's some others that I question, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, you know who needs to meet somebody? Colin needs to meet somebody. Colin does. Need Colin to needs to stop someone. meditating over single blades of grass and talk to other people. Colin needs to grow up a little bit. And at least he's trying. So mopey, but it's fine. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, do we have a little aside? Because I don't want to spend time on it. But um, we get to see Philippa's wedding. Just going to put that there. We see Philippa's wedding. Philippa Featherington got married on our screens. Kate and Anthony did not. We saw Philippa in a wedding dress at her actual wedding. Not that a fantasy not... wedding. Nope. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that and we can move on. Mm-hmm. And you can guess how we feel about that. Mm-hmm. Um oh, going back to Edwina and Kate when they go to the Queen. Um the, oh, yeah, queen the conversation wants... about their father. Right, yeah. And no, I, always, I don't know why I didn't write anything about that. I wrote he always that said that, you know, an honest man is better than a noble man or something along those lines. It's something about honesty that like honesty yes. is, you know, what you're searching for. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And again, the only thing I wrote about that conversation is I don't like that Edwina takes Anthony's side. Yeah. And doesn't even try to understand, which we said before. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, uh, then the queen wanting to take Edwina under her wing and unmask Whistledown. So that's Fun. interesting. We see her motives behind picking Edwina. Mm-hmm. I love the gardens they're in, though. Hampton Court Palace looks gorgeous. I, I like the, um, the zebras. The zebras. And the, no- the whooping noise they make could have been giraffes i would have been happier but it's i don't think giraffes were i don't know if they could can you imagine a giraffe on like a tall ship i don't know how that would happen that's some... with like were there the giraffes on Noah's everything Ark? i mean there had to have been technically but i mean that arc would be not like the boats they had at that time that is very true you know it's unless the poor giraffe was like crunched Crunch. over in the in the hold or something yeah uh so that scene and then a soiree at lady danbury's i think i skipped a bunch you did you (laughs) skipped the fencing which i actually like that scene i like the fencing a lot i love like oh the sister like basically says you she you're the same person someone younger than me She's two, three years younger than you. Calm down. Three. Yeah. Calm down. You're trying to pursue her sister who is 18, but you got issues with three years younger. My guy. I, I got nothing. And then Anthony, why should I keep one sister keeping me from getting what I want? And Benedict again, MVP saying, don't you mean who you want? Benedict knows. Benedict knows from day one. And we'll talk more about that later yes benedict is not the type of person this is why the idiot ends up in a love triangle with the same woman because benedict is not the person to actually use his words like this family and their thing with metaphors benedict wants you to 
wants to probe words out of you, but he does not want to actually use the word. Say, hey, you like Kate. He's just like, sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you? Is there something I should know? Like, tell me clearly. I already know, but prove it to me. He likes, he likes to get involved with his family's business. Oh, yeah. He oh, loves it. You can just like he doesn't see want to him. tell his family his business. Yeah. But, and like, I love that though, too. Like, just how you see how much he enjoys just soaking it all in. Oh, yeah. And like making fun of them. It's great. He's a good man. He is. And then we have, I think, your favorite part the horse. I'm sorry, your second favorite part giving Edwina the horse. He's so stupid like the only thing that saves that scene for me is kate's smug face yeah that's it otherwise but it still I... makes me cringe because edwina's like i like animals that crawl on my lap and you're just like <laughs> what yeah yeah it's so cringy like he might have he would have rather gone her damn peacock like he went to he bought a horse i know and then also though like before that like when it was just Kate and Anthony and Anthony's like asking if this is what her sister wishes instead of like what she thinks you know and I'm like this is what Edwina wants like Edwina has told Kate what she wants but now she thinks she wants you for why I don't know I'm not entirely sure because he's a handsome titled man so it's like yeah Kate's being heavy-handed but literally like I said it's what she wants she wants a love match and it's like, I don't like that this scene frames Kate as not thinking about what Edwina wants when literally that's all Kate does is think about what Edwina wants. Again, this sisterhood is just, it, it feels weird. And it, I just, I don't love the way they paint Kate here. Agreed. It's, it's cringy. And Anthony Bridgerton is a very is. man and that's why I love him. But it's like, my dude think a little bit just and and which is which is a great theme in this episode when she says uh, when he says you think too much and she says and you too little there yes. is proof of the fact that he is thinking too little which is the same thing with the poetry reading it is so my favorite part of that we're, we're not done just yet with no that. i let's we go i there can't yet. handle this anymore not just yet we'll, we'll get through this um we have benedict going to will's club oh yeah which i'm happy for will i'm happy to see him again i really wish eloise also went to that club if women are allowed in that club that would be great because alice and eloise yes would get along so well yeah and also like getting eloise out of like the super privileged spirit spirit that she's in even though like while that club is open to everyone and has like merchants and mm-hmm. um, artists and stuff in it. It's still, it is definitely still up there. It's not yeah. totally getting her out of the privileged sphere. No. All of them don't get out of that sphere. So, but I like that. And they had a shout out to an English illustrator, George Crookshank. So I thought that was cool. And he illustrated Charles Dickens' works along with other children's lit. So I was like, cool. Oh, is I this like a real they... fun fact? Yeah, he's oh, a real nice. person. Yeah, but like that's cool. I do like when they have those little little, little crumbs, even yeah. though it is not historically accurate. <laughs> well, as a whole, Bridgerton is not totally historically accurate. No. Well, see, okay, can we just address one thing? It's like, so they refer to 
where Kate and Edwina came from as Bombay in this episode. Yeah. Wasn't that what so colonialism? I, I does it not exist? So I was I was looking into that. So the Portuguese named it Bombay when oh. they yeah, I didn't know that either when they first went there, but that's still colonialism. But it doesn't exist anymore. It's now called Mumbai. And no, I know. Really- I mean, colonialism does not exist on this show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my mom was watching it. Exist. Wouldn't he be responsible? I was like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Like yeah. he would be yeah, responsible would. for everything, but clearly it don't exist, which I, yeah. I'm but glad I mean, he didn't do another love heals everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 So he's at the club. Um, oh, I have a question. Did they get a new study set for Anthony's Bridgerton house study? I don't think so. Because I feel like it looked different. I, 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 I like, might have got like now. new desk decor, but I think the desk Maybe. was the same. I want to like double check because I feel like there was a window next to his desk and I'm like, weren't there books there last season? I don't know. I need to double check. There was no window. Maybe he just like needed a sh- change and he moved his desk. Maybe. Maybe he's like, I'm finding love now. Looking out. <gasps> Oh, looking out windows because he likes to look out windows. Oh, <laughs> we haven't even seen Anthony look out the window. It's fine. So Anthony hears his family leaving for the soiree and he's not invited. Aside though, love his waistcoat here. Yeah, it's a look. It's good. But um, Violet. I love Violet. Yeah, maybe maybe you should stop talking. So then you could be invited to soirees. Yeah, just I love that she sides with Kate too, even though yeah. we don't get to really see them talk. I love mm. any little bit we get of Kate interacting with the Bridgertons, yeah. all of the Bridgertons. Also, Eloise and Colin's face when Violet just shuts him down. I feel like Eloise was almost in awe of her, and I was like, Yeah, good shit, great. And then Eloise and Kate bonding over the that's the best part of that poetry reading is finally seeing Eloise and Kate bond, having literally. Eloise uh also their faces when the guy's doing that weird trick with the string but then then, then there's also there's also the scene with uh penelope and edwina that i really like when you know penelope oh yeah that's yellow dress and edwina's like no it's not about the color but it's about like how you wear it and i was like edwina that is edwina there Um, you go there she is i really loved those little bits of Cause they're all essentially, they're not all wallflowers, but they're all not in the center of the dance floor. Yes. You no, know, like they yes. are the people that they click. They are the, they are the kindred spirits of the ballroom. So I really yes. loved to see, like seeing that was great. It really was. I, I like that. And I wish we got more of Edwina like that. Yeah. Because that's who she is. Also, I love that Lady Danbury just like encouraged the men making fool of themselves. Yeah this time around instead of like the women being the ones who show off their accomplishments yeah, no, you know like you guys get to embarrass yourselves queen oh we have the other pollen scene oh when she when he clarifies that he he was meeting himself oh my god it's so dramatic <laughs> he was well i mean think about who his older brother is of course he's dramatic valid point it's you know they should have um, showed us a little snippet of how dramatic edmund is and then we would have been like ah there it is genetics there it is would have been great although like like he is so dramatic but it's like i feel like we're still like missing like the really funny joke yeah because colin Colin is like broken beyond repair at this point yeah i'm like 
Where is Jokey Colin? We'll get that him. Is... We get a glimpse yeah. of him next. We next do. We get episode. we get glimpses. And we even got glimpses in the first season, but still I'm like, Colin, where are you? Yeah. I still love him. But so he found himself. You know. He's yeah. oh. himself. Yes, over the single blade of grass. No, not um, yet. Not yet. <laughs> tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow, right. next week. But then also him saying that like Penn doesn't count as a woman because she's Penn. I still Part love it though. Like, I still love it though because it's like it's different. Like Penelope, she's an exception. Penelope. She's she's an exception. Yeah, because she's Paramore's You are the exception. Starts playing in the distance. Yes. Um, Ooh, get that a vitamin string quartet cover. Ooh, that would be so good for them. That would. Now I'm very curious if that exists. Oh my god! One of the best scenes in the episode, Anthony and Benedict. Are you being? I love the scene of Anthony and Benedict. You do? I do. Even though he's an idiot in it. Let's hear it. But I mean, so even though obviously Anthony is being pompous and um, his whole. Do the ladies not love Byron? What? The whole Byron thing. But Benedict's saying he's like, the uh, poetry is the opposite of deceit. And Anthony's just like laughing at him. And he's like, oh, you're serious. I'm like, you're an idiot. But what I love about that is one, what Benedict says. Well, the the Benedict and Sophie. Oh my that I God. Got, like hands like, to the chest. Be like, like, I'm ready I'm, for you. Literally, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, who's Sophie? Let's go. Where are I'm you? ready. And I'm Meredith wrote a really amazing scene breakdown of that because that man is a man of poetry and he was- yes. And it deserves a scene breakdown. Four, so on marvelous on Benedict. Benedict scene breakdown. We'll link it. But it would like so I love that. And then as soon as he's done, like, you know, saying his poem, Anthony actually like like he hears him. And even though he asked him to write it down, he's like, you should apply yourself more often. Yeah. And it's like, so he's it's like so he truly he, he believes in his brother. He oh, does. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. When we talk about that later on, I might like, start crying. It's fine. Yeah. Like he really believes in them. And obviously he is an idiot. We know yeah. this. There's a laundry list of examples in this very episode, but like that right there, I love that so much. Yeah. What are your feelings about the scene? I just like the Benedict and Sophie feels it gives me. And then <laughs> Um, the writing it down, I was like, oh, hell no. No, he's going to embarrass me so bad. Like, yeah, that was horrible. Secondhand embarrassment this man brings into my life is just. It was, it was so bad though. Like, I cannot believe Kate marries him because if that was me, I would just be like. But like, it felt kind of off too for him to read that and then like. And then just talk like that. I am not a man of passion. And I was like. Even though like. Obviously, okay. like he he made eye contact with Kate, and that's really yeah. what made him stumble the first time. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's like, again, she's bringing the better part of him out, uh-huh. and then he also looks at Violet, who like looks incredibly disappointed in him as well. And but it's like it's so painful to watch; it is. like it, it is so awkward. It is, and then. Edwina being like but is it he is an honest man is it not better to be honest there goes all of her hopes of finding a love match now she only cares about him because he is an honest man 
okay, we'll talk come episode six. We'll talk about these feelings of honesty that are stirring in a really big pot of stones. And I cannot. And Kate going off upstairs and crying is a mood because, yeah, like, imagine how she must feel at that moment thinking, oh my God, this man is not going to love you. Are you really settling for honesty? Yeah. When, yeah. and that honesty is, is because of her, but she doesn't realize that obviously. Mm-hmm. It's just- yeah. And also like, again, and anyone who doesn't know, we don't like love triangles here. Not like this. This is like prime example of love triangles. As Anthony does not have feelings for both, but it's still an ugly thing to put two sisters crushing on the same white man. Yeah even though he is and, one of their white mans, but still. And like Edwina's face staring at him after he says that too. I'm just like, why are we going here? She's so wrapped up in him she's that so she young. completely loses. She's so young. And she's so wrapped up in him that she doesn't even like look at her sister. No, and none of the men she doesn't either, even so they're consider irrelevant. her. She doesn't even consider yeah. magic guy. Why not he magic tried. guy? He put in some effort Lonely- he did. Lord Blumley you know seemed like a nice fella. Lord Blumley seemed great. Let's go. He just genuinely go back wanted to, to go have tea. So Lord Lumley just wanted some tea and to have a mm-hmm. nice afternoon tea. And that's it seems fitting for Edwina. But you know what? It's fine. She doesn't want Lord Lumley. It's fine. And then Kate I'm and not... Henry have that conversation about lone, uh, content. Yeah, and she calls, she um, says to Lady Danbury, you're perfectly content being alone. Yeah, and she's like, and um, lived a life. And I'm like, with who? Tell me. I want to know more about Lady Danbury's backstory. Me too. Does she have kids? Well, isn't Gareth her great? I thought grandson. Or was he? Why did I think he was her nephew? Oh, no, you might be right. Maybe she never had kids. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she was barren. I love her. I love her too. Like literally, I love her so much. I do too. And her and Violet's relationship. Yeah. And also just like, even though Anthony was so freaking cringy, he's like, you know, he's known her for his whole life. Like the whole 28 years, they're not going to turn me away. 29. Oh yeah. Cause he's 29. Which does that mean then in the flashback? Cause the next episode says 10 years earlier. So he was 19 when Edmund died. I really don't think they're taking that into consideration. He's probably no, they're not. And then they just or like eighteen, about to turn nineteen tomorrow. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. So going back to Kate and Lady Lady Danbury. Um. Her saying attempting to influence others as to cr- the the correct course of action is an irritating endeavor that only brings out the worst in us. Mm-hmm. Before we discover it's fruitless all along, and I'm like, well, that is foreshadowing, all right. But also, is she really course correcting or is she reminding Edwina of what she wants? And Edwina's just being incredibly naive. And again, not listening to her sister for, I don't, I don't know, whatever reason, even though I got nothing there. Going to move on. Oh, and then Kate saying she doesn't care what people think about her. Yes, you do, angel baby face. You care so much. You wouldn't be crying if you didn't care. And I, I also love her sparkly dress. Oh my God. Yes. Love this dress. 
I really liked a lot of the new dresses this season. Yeah. Um, and then we have the ending of the episode. We have Elle and Penn, Eloise showing Penelope, like what she found about like the letter K's. Yeah. In the printouts. And um, oh, that was another thing. Like, even though obviously I know Penn is not going to like reveal who she is to Eloise yet, like she was kind of gaslighting her about oh. the paper. Oh, yeah. Like thinking, making her think she's crazy for noticing very real things to notice about yeah. paper. Let me tell you, there's a lot of different kinds of paper. They feel different. They all have different qualities. I'm going to stop talking about paper now. You can um, talking about paper. And I like paper. The queen's um, wig is great. Oh, yes. Queen's wig. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she has all the potential lady whistle downs at the end of the episode. Oh, and Madame Delacroix sees Penn. Yeah. Penelope and that's the end of the episode so what would you rate it geese 5.5 I would give it a six solid because even though there are scenes that I really like overall I think it's starting to set up a lot of inconsistencies yeah that's my issue yeah if we look back at this episode it's just like does it even exist yeah it's like there's just a lot of setup there that ends up either hurting us or you know and again, I just you also wanted to change your rating for last week. And I think oh, I do yes. 7.5. I 7.5 for last week, because as much as I do really like the first episode and I, we want I definitely wanted to say this last week. I feel like there is a magic in the very first episode of season one that is kind of missing in season two. It's that it's I think if they had, final a, yeah, if they had some kind of like ball, like if, Kate and Anthony got like a dance or something it, just like a little something extra I feel like the magic would feel yeah. like it's there again but I just didn't feel that with this episode that episode so 7.5 for 201 and a 6 for 202 from me 5.5 5 for 202 so then next week we will be back with a great episode fantastic episode I love the next episode so much so prepare for like over an hour conversation. definitely I'd be shocked if over an hour does not happen yep all right you can find us at lady geeks pod on twitter and all the other places and we will link the articles associated with this episode onto the description all right until next week goodbye